Hello and welcome to the Scotty Mac with Cheese podcast. You know, this is the first time I've ever done a podcast out on the porch. The patio, brother. Yeah, I know. It's nice. Yeah, we're back with David Day. He is uh, a guy that's been watching trends in business. And this has been a very strange time. No kidding. Yeah, we've never faced anything like COVID-19. So I brought David in. He's been on with me in the past. So since the last time that we talked, there, even in the last couple of weeks, things have changed. Yeah, no kidding. The last time we talked, it was it was really interesting, Scotty. We talked about one of the things that, that I mentioned was it seems to me like the COVID-19 in American business is sort of like a wildfire. This fire caught the forest on fire and it just burned through and it is still burning through in many ways, but it's sort of like a wildfire. It burns through, causes massive destruction, um, but it also in the end, and I don't want to minimize the destruction and the pain and the anguish and the loss of life is just is horrific, um, but in the end, like a forest fire, like a wildfire, new growth will take mm-hmm. place right. and it's part of the natural process uh, to a large degree. So I'm not saying that COVID-19 is a blessing in any way, but there are silver linings we can look at. So when this wildfire has come through, we can see several things that, you know, like I said, it burns through, it changes the landscape. Yeah. Well, our business landscape has been changed already, and we're not even sure exactly what that looks like, We're gonna how we're gonna deal with it. And uh, I think it's done two things. It's exposed the soft underbelly of America, for one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've seen several things that have been exposed. One thing that uh, that comes to mind is our nation overall is not in great health physically, mm-hmm. right. okay? And that impacts our business environments too. So employers are paying closer attention to the health of their employees, not just because of COVID, but I think what we're gonna see is a long-term systemic attention or, or more focus being paid on employee health. And uh, the second thing is mental health, because when you're talking about staying at home and isolating, there are mental health issues that come with that. Suicide rates have spiked, domestic violence has spiked during this time period. Those are all negative things that employers are going to be paying more attention to in the future. So if you're listening to this and you have a company and and your HR department is not connecting with those things, I would suggest that we take a look at that and try to figure out ways to create better mental health for our employees. installing a few things in our employees system, in our HR departments, in our business culture that pay closer attention to employee health. There's some other things like uh, we we talked about mental health, but we have a vastly unengaged public in terms of thinking through what is America. You know, we have a divided America in a lot of ways. There are people that don't want to wear masks. There are people that want to wear masks. There are people in in our business society that are saying, we want to open right now and, you know, damn the torpedoes full speed ahead. And there are others that say, well, that's going to do more harm than good, not only for the health of the community, but Mm -hmm. for my business. Because if I have to open and then close again, That'll sure kill it. The bird agrees with you. You think so? Yeah. yeah, little, yeah. Little I bird. think he was going. I think, yeah. yeah. Amen. Like, yeah. Amen, brother. One way or another. That's you know, right. uh, there was something else when you were, uh, just to pick up on something that yeah. you said about the way that business is changing from an HR perspective. Somebody brought up the fact that, so. It, it, in fact, it happened with my bonus daughter, Lacey. She was on uh, WGNO's uh, Channel 26 down in New Orleans. 
And um, Winn-Dixie was handing out to uh, nurses $100 gift cards at wow. Turo Infirmary. Yeah. And she got one, and she was on camera talking about it. And I wanted to, you know, kind of step back and say, okay, so... What are some of the other uh, things that companies are getting involved with since we right. have found it within our, ourselves as a culture? Not everybody, but many people have, have stepped up and they have said, we're going to make a difference. I'm going to donate something or I'm going to donate more of my time. The fact that our society has slowed down has right. had a chance for people to do a self-evaluation yes. gosh, I wish I could give back. Absolutely. There's a lot of introspection going on from a business standpoint, but that all stems from what's happening at home. So, you know, executives are being at home too. Decision makers, company executives, C-level, C-suite guys and gals, are they're staying home too. So they're looking at this from a different perspective. There's a renewed focus in America, I truly believe, on home and hearth. Uh, and so anything that has to do with Home and Heart from a product or service standpoint is going to do well. We talked about that last time. Foundation repair companies, roofing companies, they're doing extremely well. Bathroom remodeling companies, those kind of folks, that home services doing really, really well. The Home Depots of the world, Clegg's Nursery here in Baton Rouge doing really well. Several of the, the, the folks, anything that has to do with the home life. Secondly, people. Anything focused on people, what people think, how people feel, and that goes with healthcare as well, which is which would be uh, really a third category. But people focused on uh, entertainment, people that are focused on their own physical health, people who are focused on wellness, people that might be focused on expanding their horizons, even travel. We think about the fact that we haven't traveled in the last two months to any degree, hardly. But that's going to be some pent-up demand that's going to expand. There may be a new way to do it. It may be somewhat limited. But there will be a market for travel that comes back. It's just going to look very different than it has been. Yeah, the airplanes, I think, are going to look a lot different from well, now on. Well, that's true. And what, is that, what impact is that going to have on, on airplane tickets, on, on, flight, on, on the cost to fly? Yeah, Who, who's going to pay for that? I think the consumer is going to have to pay for that. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be a renewed focus on entertainment at home and local local entertainment and uh, travel by car within a day, that kind of stuff. Uh, so I think that's that's going to be really important. And also the, the renewed focus uh, on people and home makes us re-examine what we really value. The values that we have towards teachers, how do we value education, how do we value, you know, parents have been teaching kids at home for two months now, two and a half months or whatever it is. They're developing a new appreciation for the whole education process. Two, two and a half months ago, homeschooling was under fire. Now everybody's homeschooling. Isn't right. that interesting? Yeah. I mean, you read in the media three months ago, people were hating homeschoolers. Now everybody in America has been homeschooling. Everybody in the world has been homeschooling. I think we're seeing a revolution in the education world, all the way from homeschooling and elementary through secondary and higher mm -hmm. education. Yeah. Um, the distance learning model is a valid, viable model for mm -hmm. the future, yeah. and, and it's here now. I saw a teacher, I can't remember what channel I was watching, but there is something to say about structure and interaction. It's just that that model of education, like you said, is, is yeah. 
is more than likely going to change. I mean, oh, it's yeah. just because sometimes that interaction at school and the environment that's there. I mean, my son, my youngest son at Woodlawn High School is a bit of a social butterfly. Yeah. I don't know where he got it from. <laughs> and so, you, you know, sometimes, really? yeah, I know, sometimes that can get in the way of learning. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And, and I think we're going to have to supplement that because, you know, we can't sit at home all day long and learn from textbooks every day. We have to learn to interact with people. So, you know, even, you know, kids that have learned from home got it from church or got it from scouting or got it from other organizations we will find a way to continue those things we are human beings we are made for interactivity we are made for touch we were made for connecting with other people right. not just through zoom or technology we're made to be interpersonal and we will find a way to do that do you see uh, companies stepping up and getting more involved in the susan g coleman focuses and uh you know the the not-for-profit things, food banks. Do you see more companies getting involved with that? You know, I do see, I, I, I tell you, this is my prediction. I think we're going to see an initial drop because there's not as many dollars. Because that typically those donations and that involvement comes out of excess. When companies don't have excess, their giving backs off. What I think is going to happen is they're going to see internally those things begin to get better. The culture of the company will be developed and changed internally to where wellness and health issues become more important. And out of that, employees will be empowered to give more. Many companies so, have already gotten to a point, even you know, before this COVID-19 thing, right. encouraging employees. I mean, at iHeartMedia, they had a spirit day sure. where you had a day off to uh, make a difference in the community. So. And, I, and I think that's going to catch on like wildfire. I, I really believe that that kind of thing, because it's, it's both good for the community and it's good for the physical and mental health of the employee. And I think companies that did not recognize that before are going to be forced to recognize it now. And I think the values, the, the values that we place on mental health in our companies, and I, by mental health, I'm not talking about just crazy people. I'm talking mm -hmm. about you and me. Well, me anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about, you know, just... There was a little asterisk in there. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I've, been, I've been accused of being somewhat crazy. But mental health is a real thing. And I'm not talking about, I'm not necessarily talking about chronic illness. I'm talking about how do you feel today? Yeah, state of and mind. How, state of mind. That's a good way to put it. What's your state of mind? What's your state of your spirit today? Mm -hmm. Are you going to be productive today? What's on your mind that's keeping you from being productive? And how can we help? No longer is that relegated to home because the lines have now been crossed. So businesses and companies need to support that. And I think that's going to increase our productivity at work. And I think it's going to uh, highlight, uh, it's going to bring a new focus on human need in the marketplace. And if, that, if there's one thing I could say that pretty much sums everything up in, in one sentence, it would be uh, what COVID-19 is doing is it's refocusing the human need in the marketplace and reprioritizing the human need. So I'm kind of excited to see how that pans out. I think we need to do a better job with our elderly. I think we need to do a better job with our own health care and wellness is is sort of a it's kind of cast aside in some areas. You know, we talk about wellness. Oh, that's money that we spend on things that aren't a problem. 
wellness is now becoming a big issue. Yeah, it is. You know, and, you know, uh, and of course, I no longer work at iHeartMedia, but uh, we, you know, when you work there, you get a free health membership at the Y, and, and that's excellent. Yeah, and I think what uh, more and more companies might have to look at that. Is, I think so. When you talk, when you look at COVID, and you look at the, the statistics of of the the mortality rate and who is dying. Obesity, diabetes, um, you know, other illnesses, respiratory problems, pre-existing conditions. Correct. For yeah. those that catch the disease of coronavirus disease, their mortality rate skyrockets. So when you talk about the overall health of Americans, we're in a pickle and we need to fix it. And I think that's one thing's going to change. And when that does, productivity at work is going to increase. And that's an opportunity, I think. So if we're in HR, if you're focused on HR or building a culture in your company, if you would spend some time, just take a small portion of your budget and focus it on how you're dealing with your employees, I think those companies are bound for great success in the future. That's awesome. Hey, uh, we're visiting with David Day from the Day Group, trend watcher, marketing specialist, and uh, anything else I can do to make you sound impressive, then <laughs> that's, uh, that's what I'm going to do. David, I want to get to, now a friend of mine does recruitment advertising, yeah. uh, nationwide recruitment advertising. He's based in Houston. Yeah. The way you recruit is going to be different. You're going to have to be looking at trying to reach the right person for the company. What do you think about that? Well, I, I mean, look at, look at what staying at home has done. It has caused us, and what we just talked about, introspection. We are redefining or rediscovering the values that we hold dear. And when we go back to work, we want those values to remain intact. So when an employer is looking to hire somebody, they're going to have to represent those kinds of values that identify with that potential employee. The employee that was frustrated at work, that was just stuck in a grind, who was going to work and checking boxes and coming home, they've had a, a little bit of a respite. Not that they haven't been working. Some people have been working from home, but it's the change has caused them to re-examine their values. What do they want out of life? Do they want to keep this? Um, I got to see my wife work. I mean, mm -hmm. I actually yeah. get to see her right. and hear her at work every day, and I'm so impressed. Yeah. I mean, she's really good at what yeah. she does. <laughs> and I'm thinking, wow, there are, there's a lot that I can learn, a lot that I can grow from. Everybody in America, everybody in the world is doing that right now. Right. So the employee is sitting at home reevaluating themselves and their, their desires and their values and saying, I want to work for a company that's more aligned with how I think and how I feel. Now, there's uh, the management side of this. Managers are have to, they're going to have to find themselves being more engaged in what those employees that have had yeah. this time of self-reflection. I would think that they, if they were a little more standoffish, companies have to look at the type of CEOs they bring in. No doubt. To reflect that and not just say, okay, it's going to be business as usual, because well, it won't be. Absolutely. And great, great point, Scotty, because... I think the CEO um, of tomorrow, and by tomorrow I mean next week, <laughs> um, is more transparent, is more genuine, is a lot less the person that has all the answers and a lot more the person that will help the employee find their niche and be happy. 
And Empathy's got a big part in that whole thing. Huge role. Look at the leaders across the world right now. You've got a lot of female heads of countries that have done very, very well in the leadership through this crisis because they've done two things really well. One, they focused on science, and two, they've connected with humanity. So this is a real chance for women in management to just grow grow and flourish. Great point. Great point. Focus on the science. I mean, the science is real, uh, but we also need to focus on human touch, the human aspect of this. This is not all scientism. You know, the answer is not always A plus B equals C. There's mm-hmm. always another element in there when you're talking about human beings. And people that can connect with that human element are going to be better leaders. They're going to present themselves as a stronger leader, and it's going to be much more attractive to come work for a company that is led that way than somebody that's just empirical. So as we move down in that direction, has there anything during this pandemic that has surprised you, that caught you off guard? You know, I was surprised at how quickly the American public would follow the directions of the CDC. Um, uh, I'm not saying I'm I'm disappointed. I'm just a little surprised that people were so willing to close their businesses so early. Um, I've been an entrepreneur, business owner now for 25 years. And when the government tells me something, I pay attention, but I also do a little homework and investigation. And I think the companies that are going to win through this thing are the people that listen to the experts, but think for themselves also. And I I really believe that when we think for ourselves and we apply critical reasoning to what we're being told, because let's face it, there are a lot of sources out there telling us a lot of different things. And we have to be smart. We have to be good stewards of what we're listening to and who we're listening to. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that we should just believe everything that we're told. And I also don't think that everything is a conspiracy out there. You know, the truth is somewhere in the middle. And so, I, I have some friends on Facebook, and, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of funny because if you don't think this is a conspiracy, unfriend me now. Yeah, you know, right, I sit right. there and go, what? Right. What, what are you doing? Uh, right. This is America. You're allowed to think as you feel. Right. And, 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 you know, Americans have always been pioneers. We've always blazed a trail. And the one thing that I, I would say, and, and I don't mean to get political, that's not the point, but I was a little surprised that we were so willing as Americans to fall right in line with the world instead of take a leadership position. Right. Uh, that yeah. surprised me. And, and that's nobody's fault, and it may be may not even be accurate, but it's just my opinion. I, I was thinking, wow, this is an opportunity for America to lead, and I'm not sure that we have in this particular situation. Well, I'll situation. just pick up on that because you're not the only one that has seen this, and I think that there are hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of other people that have gotten to the realization that that's what's taken place, and that ain't who we are. So that would create resolve from this point forward. What do you think of that? That's a great point. What's going to happen now? What have we learned from this? Wow, books will be written. Uh, I, I think I think a lot of things uh, are going to come to light in the very near future. One in particular is that we have to create our own destiny as business owners and entrepreneurs. Um, and I'm t- I'm speaking particularly to the small business owner. There really is no excuse. We can't sit around and wait for a $600 stimulus check. If you're a business owner, you know that already. Uh, that was just something to help us out in the interim. If our focus is there, we're in trouble. Right. Our focus needs to be on how do I get back up and running? How do I provide value that people are willing to pay for? 
That's what free enterprise is, and that's what free enterprise does. That's what creates wealth in America. We have to get back to doing that. Whether it's from home or whether it's from an office, it doesn't matter. We have to provide value that people are willing to pay for in order to get this country back on its feet. It's uh, what we had before. That's uh, exactly and right. So that's what the country was, was built on. Going back to the company setup and the adjustments that companies are going to have to make with their employees, what about their customers? I posted something on Facebook and it, it was wildly commented upon. Um, there, there's recently. that bird. <coughs> yeah. Know, every time you say something, the bird true. loves. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's my bird, by the way. It's just, just, is it? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. Just, is that Herman? This is a great patio environment <laughs> that we have. Um, yeah, I, I just, I'm really kind of uh, worn out with the, in times such as this kind of message, you know, in these difficult times, you know, I know it's difficult. We all know it's difficult. We spent 10 weeks experiencing difficult. It's time to move forward to what the vision is for the future. It's time now to get moving. It's time now to, whether whether we're staying at home for another two weeks or not, let's move. Let's do something. Right. It's time to, and I, I don't want to say just pull ourselves up by our bootstraps. Hey, we're, we can be <laughs> we can be creative. We can be innovative. We can talk to consumers and customers in a way that connects with them. And I think if we're not talking to our customers right now, we're in trouble. We already have experienced that. If you're not talking to them, if you're not emailing them, calling them, texting them, if you're not trying to stay in touch with your customers, you're in trouble. In the future, customers are going to seek ways to do business with companies that make it convenient for them from two angles. One is a physical angle and another one is a values angle. If they can order from you instead of come to your store, they'll do it. If you make it easy for them, make it profitable for them to do so. And two, that, that human connection is still viable. People want to do business with people that they know. So right. how do you get to know them? And what are you doing to connect with your consumer to get to know them and stay in touch with them? Those are going to be the foundational elements. And guess what? That hasn't changed in 238 years or however long it is That's we've right. been around. i got to do know? something about that bird. Oh, uh-oh. Here we go. Where is it? Oh, it's way over there. It's in the tree. I can't do anything about that. Uh, oh, well, that's all right. It's part of the ambiance. That's right. Um, well, you know, it's like Mary Poppins. When you're around birds, just kind of yeah. collect. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> it was the ADD. I didn't take my meds. Yeah, then you could always edit. That's right. right. That's yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, what are the, uh, I want to I pick back up on the, uh, on what customers are going to be expecting out of their businesses, um, and for companies to be like really on the cutting edge, what do you see in that area? I believe that companies that find a way to connect in the human touch kind of way, and I don't necessarily mean physical, but I mean if you can connect with your customer, if you can relate to your customer in a way that, that identifies with their struggle, not necessarily yours. And I'll give you an example. Um, restaurants all over America have offered takeout services and that kind of thing, and that's good. That's a nice pivot. That's a good pivot. And 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 some are surviving and some, some have not. But it might be that people don't want to go to a restaurant anymore. Do you still want to be in the food business, Mr. Restaurateur? Yeah. Figure out a way to be in the food business with people that don't want to go to a restaurant. Yeah. Instead of closing shop, maybe you should start a different kind of food service. But that kind of pivot is going to be more and more common but I will say this, I don't think that stores and shops are gone because we're human beings and we want to connect with people. We want to buy from people we know. 
So if we create ways where people can get to know us, whether it's six feet away or not, mm -hmm. I think we're going to win. Um, the people that I'm seeing that are attending and going to these restaurants are really loving it. They missed it a ton. Yeah. I don't think that restaurants are going to go away. Some have already gone away. But I think the ones that have found a way to pivot a little bit and stay relevant with their customers from a connection standpoint, it's not really about the food, it's yeah. about the connection. Yeah. Of course, you have to serve good food, but that small entrepreneur that just grinds it out every day, that's put blood, sweat, and tears, borrowed money to keep things going, that's the person that I would I would be most concerned about. And and to them, I would say, you've got to communicate with your customers. You've got to ask for the business, and you've got to ask them what they need. What are they thinking? And if you can't figure that out, you'll never be able to deliver it well. And so there are ways to do that, and those, that's what I do for a living. I help companies figure out what their customers need and want, and I help them to get connected with those customers yeah. so that they can not only survive but thrive even in a COVID-type economy. He's kind of like the COVID on the sidelines all the players are out there on the field and you know what he uh, this is kind of an analogy of course he'll correct me if I'm wrong but he'll get that quarterback that's a business owner on the sidelines so he can watch the rest of the team play and let them yeah. see what's going on yeah that's a great that's a great analogy just taking a look at the field and seeing and, and giving that business leader an opportunity to survey the field and get a different perspective yeah um, if you're a business owner and you're grinding it out and you've got a lot of questions about the future um, as you should then you need to talk to somebody that's safe that's not necessarily a competitor that uh, that has a big picture mindset and that can help you take the next step that next step might be hiring it might be thinning out your team it might be hiring the right members of your team how do you know what to do uh, those are big big questions I've never seen more business leaders stifled than I've seen right now and they need wow. somebody that they can trust to talk to and talk it through and you're a guy that you can talk and to that's what I do yeah. that's right okay so so uh, a lot of intriguing information here. They want to reach out to you uh, just to pick your brain. How, yeah. did they, how did they get to you? The best way to get to me would probably be email. and that You can go to my website, thedaygroup.com. Um, and my email address is dday at thedaygroup.com. D-Day, like the surprise attack on yeah. June the 6th. Right. Um, dday at thedaygroup.com. That's my email address. Uh, you can also reach me on Facebook, The Day Group. Uh, I have a Facebook page there. Also, David Day, my Facebook page in Baton Rouge. Um, and uh, my Twitter account, dday underscore. Okay. So I'm right. available all over. Yeah. Well, there's some sound medical advice in yeah. there. <laughs> Thank you, David Day. David Day from the Day Group and uh, uh, just an active participant in the Scotty Mac with Cheese podcast. I love it. Yeah. I love right. it. Great yeah. job. And I love what you're doing. And, and thanks for uh, opening up our minds and giving us ideas to think about as business owners and as just a, a general community in this weird time that we live in. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Thank you, David. I appreciate you.